0: I might be a little wet downstairs. And I usually come... I might be a little wet downstairs. But I haven't put anything up my nose in a really long time. I'm snorting. I'm still snorting. I don't know if I'm even going to be able to get through the show without just (laughs) literally laughing my fucking head off the whole
1: time. Oh, girl. Wow. It's been a while.
0: Hi. What's up, friend?
1: What's up, friend?
0: I know. We have lots to catch up on.
1: We have so much to catch up on, and I just... We've talked. Heidi and I, just so you know, have tried to make a roadmap for the show, but we have no idea <laughs> if the map Where is... Where that
0: road will take us. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's all good. We have not been with you for, well, if you're listening to the show consecutively, you'll see that, you know, you just listened to the last one, so it feels like you just heard from us and we were with you, but we haven't recorded, (laughs) I guess, with each other in almost two weeks, three weeks, No,
0: since before Thanksgiving. So
1: that's three weeks, I think, right?
0: I think we did it right before Thanksgiving, like that Tuesday. Yeah. Because then Thanksgiving happened, then you left then my life just went into a fucking tailspin right and <clears throat> maybe I'm... we should start there <laughs> we could so yeah. when we last chatted i was in covid had i i think so, yeah i had it
1: yeah you had it on not on the show though i don't think anyone knows that you had covid See, this is what Howdy and I were trying to piece together: is what what you guys knew and what you didn't know. But I think that you thought that. What's you our were, last date? Yeah, like I think the last thing that you- the, I remember in the last show, that you said my my brother has COVID, Mark has COVID, and y'all had dispatched to be quarantined in your respective houses. That's got the it. last thing that happened.
0: Well, I got it
1: right. So yeah, yes. Howdy got it. Sick so, as a yeah. dog.
0: Yeah, ended up being kind of interesting, like. My dad was the super spreader.
1: Yeah. Thought it
0: was Mark. Thought it was Mark. It was not Mark. Right. I think if anybody got it from Mark, it was me. But I don't think so. I don't think his symptoms were strong enough for me to get them. And this is the only reason I say that. We were at his friend's house the night he was in town. Right. And he was around one, two, three, five people. With, and he didn't have a mask on, and neither did they for two hours. No one in that house got sick. Not one person.
1: From Mark. Interesting.
0: And Ma- I think Mark probably got it from his wife. Yeah. But just wasn't carrying. He wasn't strong enough. He wasn't symptomatic, so he wasn't spreading. My dad was symptomatic when we all saw him. Yeah. So... I got it from my dad. My older brother got it from my dad. My sister got it from my dad. And one sister did not get it. But so I gave it to Rita. But it was interesting because we had very different strains. Right. I was dead, down, sick, no eating, tired, just like chill. Like those shitty chills, like freezing cold. And I was on a heating pad. Oh, dressed yeah. like s- sweats head to toe under three blankets and I was shivering and just achy. It was, ugh, it was I horrible. I remember
1: talking to you at one point and you were like, I literally have never been so cold in my life. Like you could not get warm no matter what. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it was horrible and I literally went from bed to the sofa, bed, sofa, bed, sofa, bed, sofa for five days.
1: God. Well, luckily, you know, thank God. I mean, no one... Died. I think knock Tim,
0: on wood. My eighty-one-year-old father came through it.
1: Yeah, Tim did spend some time in the hospital, right? Should yeah, I say his nine name. days. Sorry, I didn't mean to say his name. if That was supposed to be.
0: Oh, whatever. Nine days.
1: Yeah, in the hospital. That's remarkable.
0: Well, I found out that so we didn't know. At first, we thought he went in with oxygen levels around 80s. He was at like 72. Wow, that is low. That's we did crazy. not know they immediately had him on like seventeen liters of him. oxygen and they wouldn't let him leave the hosp and plus he got pneumonia they wouldn't let him go until they re- they would either send him home with oxygen or he had to be like a full day right they were watching him for like twenty four hours without any and so it took him eight days to get to no help.
1: Yeah, that's wild. Well, I mean, I don't know if you you can kind of break the news to everyone about the, the you know the unfortunate circumstance that um, followed that, um, and we can talk about that. But there's there's a lot of other things that happened too that you know maybe we'll get to them, maybe we won't. You know, I traveled to Oklahoma. We had Thanksgiving. Heidi had Thanksgiving. But I think I think the most important thing, the the, the top of stack that we should talk about is
0: is my mother judy k holting she passed away in the last she passed away on december 7th and Um, i think i think it's important
1: to note too that on the death certificate it didn't say covid you said
0: she did not die from covid right they said from geriatrics like advanced geriatrics and second level Alzheimer's, which I don't Alzheimer's doesn't kill that it, that's not a people don't die. Except actually I did learn from a hospice nurse they're they're like when an Alzheimer patient dies from that, it's because the level of Alzheimer's and dementia's gotten it's so um elevated that right. people forget to they forget to swallow. Right. That was the main thing. They're like they start to, like their bodies, because it's all brain and function and nerve everything together. And their brain, they can't remember how to do things, so they can't remember to swallow.
1: Yeah, like I mean, you explain to me forget to breathe. Yeah, you explained that to me. That was a while back. You started kind of explaining that stuff to me, about forgetting to eat, forgetting to swallow, forgetting to breathe. And it's like you don't even think about that. You don't even. It doesn't even cross your mind to to to. Doesn't just not do that inherently. It's just, it's fascinating. And I, I said to Heidi when she was, you know, I talked to her pretty much, I think, every day. And, you know, one of the things I said to her one day was, like, what can we do now to combat Alzheimer's? Like, I don't want to die like that. Like, I think that was just torture. Like, the, to hear you talk about what your mom went through, like, I don't want that. Like, I want to go to the gym. I want to take my vitamins and drink my water and do whatever else it takes because I don't want that. No one should have to go through no.
0: that. No. I mean, I don't know a ton about the disease. Um, I know that the interesting thing, my mom, really the dementia, You know she she contracted it through West Nile. I mean, it's just because she's been in a chair, she was in a wheelchair because she contracted West Niles 17 years ago, which put her in a chair. Right. And uh, just, I mean, she was pretty good for like 10 years, like the last 10 years. I mean, clearly the last five and the last two. But for 10 years, she was doing a lot of stuff and things were good. But it's all about that atrophy. So when you're body's not active yep. your brain starts to become less active and so the deterioration and that's really when we started to see stuff and because there's no one on either side of my family that has dementia or Alzheimer's no one not on no grandparents have died from it no uncles and I mean not that I know of even on my mother's side so I mean, the number one thing you look for is hereditary, but then, right. you know, it's like everything—it's your health, our you know, vitamin. You know what I heard a lot of over the last year, going to doctor's appointments, is vitamin D.
1: Vitamin D. Let me write vitamin that down. D, but <laughs> vitamin D. Take vitamin D. The down. sun
0: is not giving <laughs> it to you. What you need, the sun does not give you.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna check my vitamins and see how much I'm getting because I want extra. Like take it from Heidi; she saw it firsthand. It's and I mean when she was explaining it to me, I mean it's just like I couldn't even imagine like the things that she was saying. It's just like it's fucking wild.
0: Yeah. Well, I will say though, as far as the last two and a half weeks, like I just we buried my mother on Monday, and on Tuesday packed up and came home pretty much. So it was a really crazy experience. Uh, from on the phone incessantly the Friday after Thanksgiving or even like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, trying, making the decision to not take my mom out of her bed, right. which was the first time. Cause we were all in this routine of mom gets out of bed and my sister was really doing the yeoman's work cause nobody else could. And uh, she's like, I'm, I'm not taking her out of bed today. I was like, then absolutely do not. Um, Friday, we were calling all over. I called a place for mom. Have you heard of that company that like, helps oh, yeah. place? Yeah. They were fabulous. Yeah. They found her a great home. <coughs> My cough didn't leave. Um, it's <laughs> back. COVID
1: didn't take away the cough. Damn it. It <laughs> did
0: for like a week. I was so excited. Uh, but... Tried really hard to find her a bed. Well, it was the day after Thanksgiving and COVID was going through the roof. Yeah. And so all the hospice facilities that we called, hospitals, you any facility, any care unit or care facility that has hospice beds, I mean, we tried, we must have tried five different ones. I mean, we started to get to the point where, we're like, well, maybe we'll get something that's 20 miles away. Right. And I'm like, no. Um, and so on Friday, they said, well, you know, we might have something for you on Monday. But it was just their nice way of right. Same. telling us home hospice is what's going to happen here.
1: Which in the end. So- was actually oh my god
0: amazing and you know it's all fear of the unknown people are afraid of what they don't know I'm telling I this is a public service announcement right now for everyone if you have the opportunity as a family to let a parent or a loved one die at home 100% do it right it was beautiful it was peaceful comfortable it was I mean easy it was such a great way to have an extra 10 days to whether the parent or the person can talk back to you or not to say what you need to say yeah when that person's heart is still beating and for five days could squeeze my hand right I mean and being able to take care of my mother and administer her morphine which I it, know
1: you loved doing
0: <laughs> I was very good and I gave everyone an equal share and I'm like no 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 you do it uh, one right. for me one for her <laughs> of course everybody made fun of me of and they're all you're... like nah, 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 and I was like and it was like Heidi you can't do that I'm like okay everyone calm down I'm not taking mother's morphine I love that yet. they thought that
1: you would be the one to do it too because <laughs> you would have been <laughs> 100% <laughs>
0: I mean, if, well, we can get into that later, but so it was, it was beautiful. My dad and everybody rallied, you know, the weekend. So my oldest sister was taking care of her and then she got really scared. And really you, you don't know, like when you haven't watched a person die, you don't know at what point, like, oh my God, like at one point we're like, she's not going to make it 24 hours, but she made it five more days or six more days. But now it's interesting, too, because I know. Like, I know what to look for. Yeah. I know the breathing. Um, You just see the signs. And it was my little brother, my, Gretchen, and then my little brother, Mark, came out to her, the weekend before her final. And, you know, she was still somewhat responsive and squeezing hands. And it was just awesome because... Everybody saw my mother in the last month. All of her children. And then while she was dying, her four girls and her husband, or three of us, and then Gretchen came out the week after. We were basically sitting Shiva. (laughs) Right. And the vibe in the house was lovely. Everybody was just, even though everyone did their own thing, everyone got along. And it was just, it was beautiful. And every nurse that came to the house, they're like, She is so comfortable, and this is so beautiful that there are so many people loving on your mother here right now.
1: Yeah, speaking of the nurse, and you can kind of elaborate on this, but one of the things that Heidi had told me when we were talking that I found completely fascinating is the nurse asked her about having a window open in the bedroom and that they kept the window open the whole time, and Heidi had already proactively done that, to check to make sure that the window was open and kept the window open. And I didn't know, I didn't ever think about it. And when Heidi was telling me about it, I was like, it dawned on me, like, why you would do that.
0: Yeah. So. I never,
1: I never, it never crossed my mind, like, to even think about doing that, but it makes complete sense.
0: Very old school. So sitting there with uh, this nurse, it must have been the week before, like, Saturday morning. And it was actually the week that a couple days before my mom was going to die and she was in there and. She's, she said, you know what? You guys are doing really great. You're doing everything you can. You know, swab her mouth. She's like, is there a window open? I was like, yeah. I've had the window open for like five days. That's like and she said, "Right." And she said, do you know why? I said, yeah, I know why. She's like, well, let's talk about it not in front of your mother. I was like, yeah, right. Weren't you like One standing thing over her? Which, yeah. <laughs> One thing I loved is the nurses were really great. Yeah. Even though... She was out of it to not talk about her eminent death. Well, right in front could of you, her.
1: Could you imagine if she could hear you and hear y'all she talking could. about her? That would be. Oh, she heard. That is a very gen- last. That's a, like a really good nurse to be conscious of that. I and know. Because like, so let's many go downstairs and talk about this instead let's go of go to another room. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's as soon so, and I had never heard of this, right. but when you said, just like what you just now said, like, do you know why? It's like, of course. I mean, it's like, oh my god. It's like, yeah. Like, it makes sense when you hear it, but you don't think to do that. I, I'd never been told that, or no one around me that I've been around. i have never been around, like, a terminal patient like that. So Maybe it's because never... I've
0: just been around old people before, and they, it's just, like, old. But so when we walked out of the room, she said, so you know why I say to always, I'm, she's like, she goes, I'm old school. And right. you always leave a window open in a room where someone's dying so that their soul can leave their body and out the window so they don't aren't just spinning in this room where their body is dying. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that. I said we have had that window open cracked or full open yeah. for like 5 days already. She's like, that's so wonderful. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. I believe in that shit. You
1: can fucking say I'm I, crazy. I don't care. I believe in it.
0: I believe in it. Yeah. I like So, I mean, this isn't really a I'm not really talking about a tribute to my mother right now. I'm talking about that she died. Right. And, well, it's the circumstances but it was
1: surrounding it, which is, you know, so important.
0: beautiful. It really was. Like, my dad is just flabbergasted with everything that we did. And it's almost like, this is why you have a lot of kids. So when you die, yeah. they're there to take care of you. <laughs> right.
1: Do all the work.
0: <laughs> Do all the work. And it was, there's something really special that it was her daughters. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure. We really missed my brothers, but just interesting. Yeah. And it, there was just some really cool moments. Like, as we, the girls were talking about things that mom had done for them and this and that. I, I, and he had thought about this last night. I, my, two of my sisters and I went on three and four mile walks every day. We would like walk for an hour and a half to two hours. And before we'd get back to the house and we would just be talking about different things. um, experiences with my mom and my one of my sisters said she goes you know what's funny with the things that you say for all of the shit that everyone thinks that you and mom didn't get along she sure did give you a lot and like did a ton for you really and i was like you know what i mean she did like she gave me this beautiful ring. I mean, like this gorgeous opal surrounded in diamonds because it's my birthstone and it was my grandmother's ring. And she's given me, I mean, there's just these little, and my sisters were like, what? So she, she gave you that? And I'm like, yeah. Like when I moved to D.C., she gave me this ring. See, I was talking to Lur about y'all.
1: Like when you told me that you were you know, looking through her jewelry and y'all were kind of talking about it. Like I told Lur, I won't. I don't. There is literally nothing in my family that will be passed down like that to me. Like there is no ring. There's nothing of value like that. Like you get. Like Ler will have that. Peaches will have that. Daddy will probably have that. You have it. Like Rob, I guess, really didn't. Me and Rob, like I, I don't know what that would be like. Like we, we just don't have any heirlooms like that.
0: <laughs> like, I think. Like, th- I, I noticed that in your voice the other night. I mean. Like, I totally have that in my family. Yeah. I, for, from my father, and, but I mean, were you super, was your mom really sentimental? Sentimental? Um, no. I mean, her, she was, she's mean, just like her mom. <laughs> I mean, and they were
1: poor as fucking dirt. Dirt. And, like, they didn't really wear, like, flashy things or, like, think about needing to go buy a diamond. They probably had, like, a wedding band that was tiny. Right. Like, nothing like that. Like, there was never, like, you said your mom was, like, a showgirl almost. Like, she was, like, she liked, oh. like, like beautiful like what did, what did your sis what did her sister say she wanted to be driving a Cadillac and I wanted to be driving a tractor or something Right
0: her my aunt when she was <laughs> yeah. younger she's like oh Judy would drive a Cadillac and all I wanted to do was drive a tractor Right I'm like I <laughs> mean but she was I mean she was just classic elegance of that 50s 60s gloves waist this big always in a dress My mom never wore a pair of pants until she was 19 yeah, see, like my family were like hippies. Oh yeah, no, she wore perfect hats. Yeah, she dressed impeccably, and the jewelry. And then my grandmother had like beautiful jewelry, and it was just a few things. But there's, it's just stuff that us as girls grew up seeing right. and loved yeah, so
1: much. Of course, I just think it's interesting that I mean, I'm not yeah. like being like, oh, poor me, I'm not gonna have an heirloom. I don't. It doesn't. I'm fine with that. It's just I think it's interesting, the family dynamic, that some families do have that. And it's a thing. Like people argue over jewelry. They stop talking over jewelry when someone does. Like, you know, it splits families up and shit. That's what
0: we're afraid. It ended up that we didn't do it. So it's funny because, you know, Gretchen was in town for seven days and we didn't. We not. We did not go through all the jewelry. Yeah. And I we Gretchen and I ended up saying the other day, it's like, you know what? It's probably best. Let let things calm down right i think also emotions were really high so it was probably best that we didn't go start going through that stuff
1: so let me ask you this let me ask you this so what if you want something and denise wants something say a ring there's a ring right let's just say there is one she really wants it and you want it what if she wanted it because she wanted to give it to maka would you let her have it nope really
0: because the jewelry's not for the granddaughters, okay. the jewelry's for the daughters. And if Denise and I both really want something, then it gets a number. If every if if there is more than one person that wants something, it gets a number, and you pick the number out of a hat. Right, but okay. So, but don't you think that it like if it goes to you, okay, fine. It's not to sound morbid
1: or horrible, but like it's kind of going to die with you. Like, like you don't have a daughter to pass it on to.
2: Yeah,
0: but it would at that point I would give it to one of my nieces, sure.
1: Oh, so you're just saying it's yours to do. Okay, you're saying the jewelry should be split among the children Daughters. no matter what. And if one of y'all wants to give it to a niece or nephew, then you can. Obviously, well, see these rules? I am like, wow, this is like a, like a, totally beyond my comprehension. Well,
0: it's like I told you she had this really great bell collection. There is plenty of bells for every grandkid to get yeah. a bell, every granddaughter to get. She had all these beautiful um, patterned teacups, et- cups and saucers. Everyone can have one of those. Yeah. But ju- I think about it too. Like the sentimentality that us girls have. I, it's almost like the last generation of when yeah, like the grandkids now and even the little ones, what are those little kids? And if their parents don't want it, like don't, we don't want it. Yeah. So it just, you know, we'll see how that all goes.
1: Right. Well, um, but I've the service, it- sorry no no go the, ahead i was gonna say i pulled a song was, for her and you can you know, i
0: was gonna just play gonna say so with covid the celebration and burying her was very um it was very intimate and very private which was actually so beautiful because so was my mother i mean she had silence in her strength right. or strength in her silence and so there was only 29 people um at the celebration mass, uh, my her their really good friend, her really good friend Lucy and Sue eulogized her, right. And then my aunt Carol eulogized her, and it was, I we couldn't have asked for anything better. No, that's great. And everything was done at the mortuary rather than from the church to the mortuary oh, to I the see. burial. Yeah. So we did it in the chapel there, which was great. Um. And uh, when we buried her it was kinda cool because there was a cloudy day all day. And right when we got there and they were you know, we were finishing it, the priest was doing the blessing the sun came out and it was god light and it was just like, Oh (laughs) right right at like, you know, four o'clock which was awesome because my mom loved clouds and she loved painting them, she loved scenery and so it was just really it was really cool. And this is her favorite song. <laughs> right. Nat King Cole, Unforgettable.
1: See, when you told me to pull this, I was like, I wonder if she liked this version or the one with uh, Natalie Cole with him.
0: Oh, no. She was a super Nat King Cole. Like, Just we him had by Nat himself. Nat King Cole album. We had Nat King Cole double album. We had his Christmas album. Like, She loved Nat King Cole.
1: Right, but did she like the version of this song when... Natalie Cole oh sure okay. but
0: original for her is better
1: oh see that's the one I my pulled my mom I was, was like, an
0: originalist I know I was
1: like <laughs> she was an originalist like Amy Coney Barrett exactly <laughs> I'm dying well, that's why I pulled this one because I was like I bet if she watched the original one
0: I don't want to like sit and talk about this we've already talked about it for 20 minutes but yeah, and okay. I'll just have to bring up other stuff in yeah. our future shows because we found some really just found some cool things
1: yeah, I mean it's a it'll be an ongoing narrative if you will.
0: Absolutely. Um, so to Judy, to my mother, to happy Judy. 80th birthday. She will be 80 on uh, Sunday.
1: Oh yeah, happy birthday! And girl. well, we her said pain this. pain is gone. Yeah, I was gonna say we said this. It's it was for the best. I mean, no one should live like that. I mean, she didn't even know y'all. You know, like what room she was in. I mean, maybe she knew that, but you know what I mean.
0: It's yeah, that's yeah. it. Got to that point. All right, to so, Judy,
1: here's my tea with my little cat on it.
0: <laughs> oh, cute. Is it, the, I can't, is it the hashtag I can't?
1: <laughs> it's the hashtag I can't even, yeah. Mug. I can't even. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I'll sip, I'll sip like so it Peaches hates.
0: <laughs> 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 so let's have some fun. Let's have some
1: fun. Yeah, no, we'll come back to that. We got to, you know, it'll be an ongoing thing. Because I know there's a shitload of stuff that we talked about, too, that um, that happened that, you know, you can go into with your family and stuff later. But, yeah, let's have some fun. So, it's snowing here in New York. We just got the snowstorm. It's, like, amazing. Like, I don't know why. It was, like, really warm, but it's, like, totally sticking. There's probably, like, I mean, maybe close to a foot, like eight, nine inches on the ground. Which Are we, you kidding uh, me? No. No. It accumulated fast today.
0: Oh my God, that's a good snowstorm.
1: Yeah, it is. It really oh, is. Nice. So it's snowing, and I did not go to the gym. I was going to go to the gym, but I was like, oh, fuck it. I was like, I b- literally was feeling so nervous about getting back on the microphones. <laughs> I'm like over here running around trying to fucking pull clips. And like, <laughs> there's so much stuff that's happened and that we have to talk about. And like, I don't even know. It's just like, there's just like so many things that have just, we just haven't even covered. Usually I'm like, on top of it with you and like we go through all the like interesting pop culture things that interest us and like do the rundown and i'm like i mean like did you even know that there's a rupaul's drag race starting on january 1st
0: (laughs) um no i mean you know what makes me so happy that you just told me that yeah girl i need something new to watch so bad that's going to be entertaining and exciting I was just going to say, you're going to have to like fill me in on what's been happening in the world, because I've literally been living in a hospice bubble in a hospice for bubble. three weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, girl, there is a fucking new season of RuPaul's Drag Race starting on New Year's Day.
0: I love that, too, for New Year's Day. There's nothing to do on New Year's Day. I
1: know. I thought the same fucking thing. I was like, that's good timing. Usually it started in like March or April or some shit like that. Maybe I'm going to take some morphine and watch the episode. Ooh. Oh.
0: Do it. Oh, I'm totally doing it. I'm dying.
1: We're <laughs> going to start taking morphine recreationally.
0: Well, I thought about take. we'll decide. It's <laughs> like, what? I could take it for the show one day and just be like. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> That'd be hysterical. Well, that's not all. RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two starts on January 14th.
0: So there's going to
1: be two. So I'm going
0: to say this. And I can't wait to see the fucking Battle Royale between the two seasons. I know. Oh, that's what I really want. Because season two... Because number one, UK, was fucking Unbelievable. flawless. Oh, my God. It was so, so, so fucking good. So good. I loved it so much.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with season two. So, like, you know, I, I, I just... I've learned a couple of things by watching The Great British Baking Show, which... I got hooked on with my mother in Oklahoma, which that's another ongoing narrative we can kind of talk about. I'll kind of like, I don't want to Be careful and...
0: about what you're going to say about my favorite show. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. But no, like my mom, when I got to Oklahoma, one of the first things we did, she was sitting there like smoking pot and everything. And I was actually trying to be a good girl. I didn't like get high. I didn't even drink. And I was like, okay, well, she's kind of sitting there like stoned. I'm like, what do we want to do? And she was cheap hat on Netflix. And I was like, what about Great British Baking Show? Do you watch that? She was like, oh, I love it. And I was like, oh, okay, let's watch a little bit of it. And I'm, like, seriously hooked on it. And it just, like, I made a couple of notes here about just in general, like, forget about the fact that it's, like, I don't really like cooking shows. But, excuse me, but I fucking loved that show. And it's not so much about the cooking, but it's about the format. And you look at it, and you just see how fucking stupid we are in this country with reality TV. (laughs) Like we have to, con- we have to diddle with everything, and I just find it to be way too much. And you watch these British reality TV shows, and it's like so genuine. Like people are interesting. You don't have to fucking do anything to them. Drag queens don't
0: force them to be interesting, right? Because if they're not, then they're just not gonna be. They're do- <laughs> I mean, right?
1: Drag we queens move on. are interesting. <laughs> You don't have to go over to uh, Sasha Velour and say, "Sasha, did you hear what so and so was saying about you? What do you think about that?" Why don't you just let them be in the room together? Like Peach said it best about the first um, uh, episode of, or the first season of the UK uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. She said they're just so genuine and kind to each other, and I'm like, I know. And it's like with the Great British Baking Show, you don't see them contriving drama between the bakers it's just real
0: it's just real and they're all rooting for each other yeah one thing because we are yes. also in america they're like oh my god cut through compete 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 beat someone beat someone yeah it's like they beat it over our heads that we are supposed to always be better and if it's always a competition but you know what i don't even think i don't even think there is a purse as a prize for that oh. I don't think there's any money it's amateur uh, and it is a bouquet of flowers and a beautiful glass or crystal cake plate right well if I'm not mistaken that's the prize
1: you're right because remember in the BB- in the UK drag race all they get is that Peter badge whatever I don't even know what that is but you know they each get that Peter badge and then at the end of the series they get like a bigger Peter badge or something it's not even like it's, because it's on a non it's on a, a the BBC is non profit so they can't give money away but you know that the bakers go along it's what comes along with it in fame and recognition absolutely right. they were just talking about
0: yeah uh they actually so i'm i'm completely like on i mean i've been through it all and i just watched the last of season 8 which is the most recent yes and um they were talking about the bragging rights of just being like one of 100 Bakers that have actually won that show. Yeah, I mean... Uh, or have been, like, top baker. Star baker, yeah. Star baker. They're so lovely to each other, and I'm sorry, the fucking humor kills me. I love British humor. The sexual innuendos... Oh, my God. ...all day, every day, oh. from those fucking hosts makes me crazy. It's so I good. I love it so much. It Noel is amazing. Fielding... Can do nothing wrong in my eyes.
1: Okay. I could the, not fucking stand him at first, but he's grown on me.
0: He will grow on you more. I
1: know. They are he's so good. Fabulous. He's great. And they yeah. talk about their balls and their nuts and their gloves. Like Paul. And Hollywood. how big
0: Paul Hollywood's hands are. Oh, I know. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so genuine.
1: Why is it that we fucking cannot do that? We are pigs. We just production, can't production, get... Production, 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 right. production. We can't get enough. We can't fucking get enough. More, 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 more. Like you said, beat that person, beat that person. You're better, you're better, you're better. I mean, it's the Joan Crawford School of Reality Television. I'm always, will, I'll always win. I can swim faster than you, and I can run... Fast, I can swim better than you and run faster than you, or whatever she said to Christina when she was swimming that day.
0: <laughs> I'll always, that's so true. That's you know? exactly what it is. It is. I can't stand that. And I think that's why I love British. Everything British that I watch, I tend to love. Well, and it's also said... I mean, just with the English language, it just sounds so much better and intelligent and their vocabulary. It's yeah. just all, it's, I love that show. And the, I think, and it's an hour. Like we have cooking shows that are 30 minutes and they're cutthroat and competition and win money. And those are 30. Yeah. I could watch and they have an hour show I know. and it's just funny and lovely and you know what else i love that they don't do i don't know if you have watched an episode an episode yet with a very hot tent hot tent hot meaning like they're not piping that thing like america would do full of ac oh no i sometimes the tent is warm and tempering chocolate is difficult oh see and moose standing up is so hard i'm like oh my god it's a warm tent today (laughs) well but that's true and see that's the thing it's
1: like okay i like that i just I don't know, and you're right. An hour is a great... It, Rob called it relaxing. It's a relaxing <laughs> show. Rob loves it. Everyone loves it, and I'm like, God, I'm so late to the party. I fucking think it's great. And But the thing that I think is so fucking funny that I noticed in watching British humor and you know, just British uh, temperament, I guess, is no matter how upset they are, they just remain the same. They'll go, I'm just very cross with myself today. I'm very cross I'm like, they don't go,
0: you cocksucking motherfucking cunt! Like, it's just, like, very
1: calm in the same level. Like, it doesn't matter if they're up jumping for joy or if they're extremely pissed off. It's, it's very much the same, darling. They're either cross or they're elated.
0: <laughs> I mean, right? They are, and it's funny. I'd love to see outcuts of anybody getting pissed off, but they don't get. And they're just amateur bakers.
1: I oh, know they don't get ever get pissed. They don't
0: give a <laughs> shit. They're just, and they're always so lovely to one another. And they all hold hands during yes. the technical. <laughs> and yes. at the end, <laughs> I mean, it's just, and they're, and they're always cheering for each other. Like, oh, I know it's for so their cute. showstopper. Good job. Good job. Yeah, not here. We're like. Fuck you, you got a good score. Oh,
1: yeah, we're trying to sabotage it. We're like, I, I just can't sneeze. I hate us. I can't, I just, I hate it here. Like, I, I'm just sorry. I'm just sorry. I just, uh, it just pisses me off.
0: I'm, know, I'm making a
1: joke, but you know what I mean. It's just, it's I annoying do. to
0: see that. So, I will tell you though, I'm really glad that you are on board and enjoying the baking show because yeah. we could watch that. I'll watch every episode again. I turned Gretchen onto it. It's just like, this is so good. I'm like, Psh. Can't get anything better than this right now. Yeah. I love it.
1: And yeah, like, so back to the drag race, it's like I can't wait for season two because I hope that they really keep it genuine like they did the first one and keep it in the same vein as all the British reality TV. Not like I sit and watch British reality TV all the time, but you know, these that I know, I like the format. It's, it's, I like it. It feels good. So I hope that they keep it the same way and I'll try to turn it into like American, uh, drag
0: race in I don't think Great they Britain. will because Rue loves he loves London yeah and I think he knows how good the first show was and he's going to keep it I don't think I think he took the blueprint of how the show works over yeah. and then go ahead and Brit it up yeah <laughs> and one thing I do love is because I don't know any of the I don't know any of the British drag queens, so it's always like this bunch of new everything.
1: Yeah, there's one that I'm all
0: all new queens. You know some.
1: I know, I know one of them. I was super excited to see. Um, it's his her name is Joe Black, but on Instagram I think she goes by Mister Joe Black, and she's one of those very high concept, like. You, I don't want to say clownish, but, you know, like super colorful and like, you know, super enhanced edges and like great proportions and big costumes and like, like concept pieces, like great personality. Like she is definitely one to watch for me, Joe Black. And there's a couple of them on there. I did. The, I didn't watch all of the Meet the Queens. I just watched just like some of the like, just to see what they kind of looked like. Looked at their Instagram pages. There's one on there that looks basically like Tweety Bird. Um, that's going to just completely enrage Peaches. I can't wait to hear her <laughs> thoughts on this because it's going to make her so mad. <laughs> but you have to go oh look at the God. Meet the Queens. Go, we can talk about it after we've kind of got familiar with them. I don't like to – like people try to like get to know the queens or whatever before it starts. I like to just look at their images to make a snap judgment, then go to the show and watch the show.
0: Same here. Yeah. I just love the show too. So it's great. I can't wait. It so I get to great. watch two. I mean, like, wow.
1: <laughs> so I
0: mean, that's a Christmas present.
1: It is. It is. And I love that, like you just said, I love the fact that it starts on New Year's Day. Like, oh, that's God, fabulous. Great, great timing. I can't,
0: I can't wait to tell Rita. He's just going to be uh,
1: beside himself. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, did you keep up with any politics when you were in your um, hospice bubble?
0: Very little. I mean, I know what's going on. I very little. Yeah, like I realized too. I was like, not having the news on has made me a little bit of a different person. Yeah, like my fucking cunt edge. I mean, you. <laughs> I always have some. But yeah, like the super like fuck. It just kind of went away. Really, and so even today, I was said, Brita, you can watch the news, but I'm." I was like, "We know what's happening." Well, here's the I thing. Just don't want to pay attention to it right now it a couple
1: of things here uh you know i'll, I'll kind of touch on but you know i look i made this list as you know the week was going by or two weeks was going by when you were um away and you know i look at the things that i you know normally we would talk about and it's kind of like it's old news now but the thing that i was thinking about today as i'm like looking at cnn and i went to fox is i'm like news is boring now and i'm okay with it I mean, yeah, there's a little stuff left with Trump. Yes, he's still throwing temper tantrums like he hasn't lost the election. He's going to do his last-ditch effort to try to find some senators to contest the results of the Electoral uh, College once they're read on the Senate floor. You know, is it going to come to anything? Probably not. Mitch McConnell, thank God, finally acknowledged Joe Biden's win this week. I did see that. So, you know, uh, it seems like there is some light at the end of the tunnel. It's just like, yeah, there's a couple of things surfacing like that. Bill Barr the resignation. But other than that, like it's boring. And I'm like, I'm so glad. And I think that I'm ready to turn the page. Like I talked to you about on this show and actually just not watch the news all day. Like I'm going to like put on, I think I'm going to make a statement. I think I'm going to just turn on the great British baking show all day, every day and just watch it. Not even watch it. I don't even, I don't sit and watch the news, but it's just going in the background.
0: You can now have British baking humor and sexual innuendos yeah. out of beautiful British conversations <laughs> and accents as your background, <laughs> right? Because
1: you can't turn on like uh, *Succession* or *The Crown* wow. and watch and let that go in the background during the day. But the no. Great British Baking Show, you could turn that on and just be like, "Oh, darling, I'm working from home," <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Oh, I'm going to make hot crust buns. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, my God, it's patisserie week. Yeah, How about a tartartouin? <laughs> the way they say shit kills I'm me. About, oh, no, it's bread week. Paul oh, yeah. Hollywood really beats his bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it.
1: They had to make this glass dome to fit on top of a cake that was like a snow globe. And Paul Hollywood says to this girl, he was like, I just am so impressed with how gorgeous your globes are. And they all just died laughing. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen.
0: It's so good. It is. It's so <laughs> good. I love that. It's so funny.
1: Um, So wait, just a couple of things on news, just because it is great. Sarah Palin was on Newsmax. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh Speaking my God. of the way people say shit, I mean, she is a fucking retard. I mean- <laughs> I know we're not supposed to use that word, but, like, she's a fucking idiot. (laughs) But evidently she was—so she goes through this whole thing. The newscaster was talking to her about Obama's book and how it just came out. And she was like, well, the title of it, she was like, the title is enough. Who does he think he is? Moses or something? Moses? Does he think he's God? And, like, so they bash Obama, and then they go on to something else, and then it's, like, about Trump and how he hasn't been supported by the media— Sarah, you weren't supported by the media. What do you make of all of this? Blah, 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 blah. Well, then they get to the end of the interview, and he says, what's next? What's next for Sarah Palin? So listen to this shit. Lobbying for a job. Fucking, she's an idiot. Well said, Governor, and uh, you know what? It may take a miracle, but let's face it, miracles have a way of finding
0: Donald Trump uh, throughout his career. By the way, what's your next move? Uh, you're coming to us live from Wasilla. I only got 20 seconds left. You're going to go back into politics. Well, what, what's next?
2: Yeah, I'd love for God to <laughs> him you over the front, head with a frying pan and say, here's your open door. Get back into politics because I want to. If not... I don't know. Uh, I know Florida's really warm. Maybe Newsmax has a a job opening because I'm ready to get back out there. Hit me over the head
0: with the frying pan. Hit me over the head with the frying pan. I mean, listen. What the fuck? fuck? I know, right? I did not expect to hear that. I don't know why, wow. (laughs) She is an idiot. And it's like... She said she's been smoking Marlboro Reds
1: for the last eight years. Well, and she and she one of the things that she did say when they were talking about the media being uh, disgraceful to her or or disgracing her is they were like, "Oh yeah, people blamed me for John McCain losing and this and that, and the media just dragged me through the mud." And I'm sitting there and thinking, "You were the reason he lost, lady." (laughs) Like, there's no arguing Uh, about it. (laughs) What else was it? Right. Oh my God. So, yeah, Sarah Palin, she's looking for a job at Newsmax, which that would be fucking great. Her, could you imagine a panel, her, um, what is that horrible press secretary's name? Kaylee McEnany and then the other press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders on like a, a round table.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> I would watch that every fucking day. Every
1: day, all day. I would go back to watching news all day. That would go back
0: to have, yeah, wow.
1: <laughs> they could just get on there and just go. Would that oh, not be the greatest thing ever? God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Make it like a view. Donald,
0: yeah, Donald <laughs> will be on as a guest speaker, yeah. as a guest star once a week.
1: Right. <laughs> Speaking of him, Just, did did you see so he him? he could grab some pussy. Oh, yeah. He could grab all of them. They would spread their legs and let him Blech. do it. Oh, gross. Oh. All of them. Oh, that Kaylee. I can't fucking stand her. I mean, I don't want to read. She gets
0: re- uglier and uglier to me every time oh, I see her. Ew. Ooh. Ew.
1: She is vile. Ugh. She is vile. Did you speak and uh Trump, did you see him flipping out on the reporter at his little tiny desk? Howdy's yawning. Sorry. <laughs> I guess word, I guess it's not this show's not entertaining to her. <laughs>
0: I had a really hard time sleeping last night. Um <laughs>
1: I did too.
0: I uh no, I did not say I think I've seen some like my dad would have the news on and I was doing stuff, so but I never really stopped to watch it. Yeah. So no. Like I literally am like, nope. Don't know that either.
1: So he was sitting behind this desk in some other room of the White House. Why he didn't do it at the at the resolute desk in the Oval Office, no clue. But it was literally how to, It looked like a little table that you would get like out of a little, like when a little girl wants to play kitchen,
0: like a card table. Smaller, oh, little smaller?
1: smaller. No, I'm talking tiny. It was even like they made a short little chair for him and everything. I mean, it was bizarre. And it was in this room that had, like, a bunch of Christmas trees in it, but no Christmas decorations on them, just green, evergreen trees. And, you know, the meme, the fucking internet blew up again, of course, and and made all these, like, little boxes, these little toy boxes of, like, you know, uh, pretend presidential play set. And it's, like, it says, comes with your own uh, executive orders and and pardons and, like, signable pardons and stuff like that. Like, they made, like, a preschool box because it literally looked like a little child set. (laughs) But he, like, fucking totally flipped out on a reporter because this was really the first time that he was in front of reporters after um, the electoral college, like, lawsuits and everything kind of had come down. And he basically had lost. And so it's hard to hear the reporter in this, but he just basically fucking flips out and, like, yells at the reporters like he used to do in those fucking COVID press briefings that we used to love to watch. So here's Trump flipping out once again. I'd, I'd love this. I mean, I'll miss this, but I won't miss this. I'll, be, right, glad, I'll right. be glad to see this go, but you just have to fucking, like, marvel at someone who can become completely fucking unhinged like this.
0: Mental yeah. in a second. I think it's a, it's a possibility. They're trying to
1: look. Between you people, don't, answer, don't talk to me that way. You're just, a, you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to... I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with another question. Go ahead. <laughs> just fucking treating people like oh, shit. Shit. Just dog shit. From
0: from forever. Yeah. Like, it's just what he's always going to do. Yeah. I did love hearing... I mean, just knowing that if he does pardon himself and all of his children. So once you've been pardoned, and I, I'm sure I'm wrong in some sorts of this, but... You can you ha- cannot say no to if you're ever called to testify. Like once you've been pardoned, you're basically a bitch of the country. Oh, really? Yes. And so if he tries to self-pardon himself, the thing is, he's only because he's the president. Is he's only able to pardon himself federally? Correct. So that's, that's right. why I love it. You know, she's up there in the Southern District of New York, going, yep. just go ahead. Pardon yourself, motherfucker.
1: Yep. Bring it. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's that the whole uh, question behind, like, whether he can really even do that just because no fucking sane person has ever pushed to the limits of power like this. So, you know, that could potentially go to the Supreme Court. So, you know, obviously we'll see how that plays out.
0: Well, and he's upset with
1: them now, too. Oh, I know. I, isn't that great? I love it. And so that's the thing. Like, this kind of, like, this was my thought that I wanted to, like, share with you about that. But you know we kind of know the outcome now, so it doesn't matter. But before the Supreme Court had ruled, after you know that Texas case was going to go to them, I was sitting there thinking, this is why I had such a reaction to um, Kamala Harris and Amy Klobuchar, particularly Ka- Kamala, 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 talking to Amy Coney Barrett the way she did in that confirmation hearing. I mean, I had a severe reaction. You can go back to the show and listen to my reaction. I did not appreciate it. I thought it was completely out of line and uncalled for. Yes, they see differently, and yes, the, the optics were horrible about Amy Coney Barrett and her ascension to the seat that RBG once sat in. But for her to know that she potentially is going to have to depend on Amy Coney Barrett to rule on a case that's going to determine whether she is the vice president and Joe Biden is the president or not and to still talk to her like that knowing that that could, com- could potentially come before the court to me was very stupid now we know that the court ruled in their favor we don't know who ruled in their favor or not we just know that the supreme court shot down that case and it didn't go anywhere and so it was dead on arrival great i just it's like one of those things like my mom used to always say to me or charlene really used to always say this to me be careful about the toes you step on today because they may be connected to the ass that you have to kiss tomorrow and it's like, that's a perfect example of it. Because,
0: I love that.
1: Right, that's what they preached to me. Like, like they grew up in the political world at Choctaw Nation, and they used to always say that. Don't burn bridges, don't step on toes, like, don't fucking do that. And it's like, you know, you watched all this play out, and I was like, so annoyed with Kamala for doing that. And, you know, luckily, you know, the Supreme Court did what they were supposed to do, and, like, the, the, the entire election process has been put through this stress test. And, like... Thank God! It's been so gratifying to see that that it worked. Like what we the structure we have set up has literally been pushed to its absolute limits, like to the breaking point, and it actually didn't break. And so, yes, we know the outcome, and yes, Amy Coney Barrett did what she was supposed to do, and so did all of the justices. But still, it's just one of those like life lessons. Like, don't don't just be a cunt just for the sake of being a cunt, just to like make a point. Like, I, I still don't appreciate the way that they talked to her. Like, and I still yeah. applaud Amy Coney Barrett for maintaining her calm and being cool and collected. She handled herself great, despite the fact that I do not see eye to eye with her. And I don't think that, you know, we have seen all that she's going to do. I think there could be a lot more in store. But in this case, she has done she has done what she should do.
0: Yeah, I agree. She absolutely has. Well, and she's actually also shown us that she's like wh- whoever voted and however they voted that she's there to do her job right and she's not going with the political bullshit she's not right And she's I, not like I'm not Trump's woman
1: and I hope that that's how it stays I really do yeah
0: well I mean she is conservative so right. when and things that's okay. come up, yeah but when it came that. to this when it came to this she they did their job they did and they did it right yep damn it cuz cuz i'm a critic of the court
1: <laughs> i know right well i mean both of us were so fucking
0: up in all of that i, I know mean, i, I think about that when you just said, when you were saying that i'm like god and then i'm like thank god covid that i didn't have to go to work every day and then see that butt cheese fucking pop off every day during those press conferences and just his everything that he did yeah that fuck stain I mean, it like, was, that i to really got to watch it.
1: <laughs> I did, too. And it was—I mean, I wasn't fascinated by it all. The whole ele- the electoral process, the legislative process, the Supreme Court domination process, the—I mean, all this shit that we saw this year, like, with all of this. And like, I have
0: more knowledge about t- it, which I love. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: well, you know, we have one thing that we haven't covered today.
1: Right. Now, we're at— um, we're at like 53 minutes, and so how do you and I had like a just to pull back the curtain because that's what we like to do, as you well know, by listening to previous shows.
0: <laughs> it's I, all we do. <laughs> right.
1: Well, no. How and I had a little conversation about maybe the length of the shows could be getting a little long, but you know, we started recording before, so like if you're looking at your timer right now, it's really not at an hour four. It's really. Oh right it's really we let it go for like 10 minutes so
0: and mine yeah mine was oh good okay because i was going for like 10 minutes before before three two one hit it right
1: so i think we have to do this because do it i have been looking forward to this for three weeks and we are behind (laughs) lady so let's fucking hit it Uh, i want it to be loud
0: Yeah, baby. Welcome to Heidi's Dance Floor Sports Corner.
1: All right. Now we're back, baby. We're back.
0: So I think uh, where we left off, where we left all of our sports fans out there on the Dance Floor Sports Corner. Now, wait a
1: second. So I have something for you. So <laughs> oh my gosh, do I, have I made you I made you a little sports, a dance floor, sports corner bed <laughs> to talk over Al. So <laughs> I'll explain okay. what I did. I'll explain what I did to you so you can in- really thoroughly enjoy my work that I put in over here at the WGRL studios in New York City. <laughs> so I was like thinking like how like doing her sports floor, her dance floor, sports corner where she like gathers all of her gays and Savannah. Hey, y'all. And hey
0: girl, hey, I like men. I
1: like men's, I'm here <laughs> And they go to the corner of the dance floor And they, they talk about sports Because as you well know, there's lots of sports gays They love talking about sports So I was like, Heidi needs like a little bed after, after our little intro theme We need to give her like, 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 we're at the, we're, like We're at the club And there's like a crowd So I was like, alright, here we go Let's make her a little bed
0: Oh, my God. I'm already super in love with that. It. <laughs> so It's like over by the bar back. Correct. Right.
1: It's like not on the dance floor. It's like in no, the other you room. No, you can't be. No one would hear it. Correct. Y'all are in like a little private like area that you found we're on like the just, dance floor. Just,
0: we're just left of VIP upstairs. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you can still watch people. So exactly. <laughs> here we go.
0: <laughs> well, so where we left off. Super sports fans Was week 11 Yeah It has been so So how are we going to do this Tell everybody how we're going to do it You're going to Well so we're going to just do a recap I'm going to tell you How I did on my picks. Right. And I'll do a little recaps because there's some things that have happened. I don't know everything. Oh my god. I haven't even watched football. That's what hospice does to you. Right. (laughs) Right. But I would bring Rita over to sit downstairs to watch football with my dad on Sundays and Mondays. So they just hung out and watched football and I did it. Well, that's a good I reason go. not
1: to watch football. That you are taking yeah. care of your dying mother. So
0: I I felt okay with it. So, yeah, you that should being feel okay said, with it. Right. <laughs> All
1: right, let me make sure I still have my 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 get this ready. Hold on, I'm just me practice.
0: Oh. There, oh. Wait. Do that ding again. I didn't hear any money. Oh. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's this.
1: There it is. Thank you. See, that's where you like, got to practice.
0: Do not change my money sound effect <laughs> okay. without telling me.
1: <laughs> all right. We'll go back to money and, and that. Okay.
0: So we're not really going to go through everyone. Right. Um, I can go through week 14 and what 14 was last week, but I'm just going to recap 12 and 13. Yep. So, first of all, it was so funny just because. Oh, I did so much work for the show while my mother was dying, but I made sure to make my picks, whether I watched the games and wrote down the scores, and I sent you a picture of each of them she for did. integrity.
1: She did. It was so funny. Like, she's taking care of her dying mother, and I'm like sitting there, like doing whatever the hell I was doing. And I just get a text message, and it's a picture of Heidi's picks, and she was like, Integrity matters. <laughs> I was like, It sure does. And you know what? I am uh, very appreciative of that.
0: I knew you would be. And so I made sure even like an even week, it must have been 13 or 14. I'm like, oh, fuck, the game's going to happen. I got to get home and get my pics and get that circle, and get that picture taken before I fucking have to give my mom more morphine.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like you got to hurry up and get your lottery numbers before you can stop buying the, t- the ticket. <laughs>
0: it's almost nine o'clock. They're going to scratch soon. I've got to get my ticket. <laughs> right. Or they're going to roll the ball. <laughs> so let's see here. Week 12 i uh, I just as I was looking through the games, you know, it's kind of um uh predictable. There was a couple. Where is it? Is this the one? Let me find it. No, this isn't it. Um but I did alright. Week 12, I out of 16 games, I picked 11.
1: Got 11. Okay. All right. I so mean, that's strong. It is strong. And
0: I can go back through and give you all. It didn't seem like there were any big crazy highlights. Like there were in week 13. So we're moving on to week 13, which okay. was uh, started Thursday, December 3rd. So wait, just real quick, what did
1: you? How many did you get right on week 11? Because when we left, everyone I had just circled what you picked. Do you know? Did you by chance count how many games you got right on week 11? Oh
0: yeah.
1: Hold on. If you can't find it. It's
0: fine. We can go back. Oh, and, no, no big right deal. Here week 11 oh oh you know what I'm missing some I think everything took a turn oh that's alright alright skip uh, it am so missing 13. some. I can come back to it. yeah that. yeah yeah go to 13
1: well we're gonna just know. do a whole recap on your entire season uh, after all this is over so we'll sit down privately and do all the math and then just not bore we still everyone have t- with
0: t- that yeah we still have I think three weeks
1: right so after we do that we'll do your final tally and see how you did
0: But so week 12, I picked 11 out of 16, which is good. Like I was having a bad streak. I was getting like six and seven. Um, and so then on week 13 Just so you know I think this is the week that it happened Yeah um,
1: this was Oh
0: my god So going into this game I think the Pittsburgh Steelers Going into week 13 yeah. Were like 10-0 and 0 or 11-0 and 0. Guess who their first loss was to
1: Oh god the Broncos the, no,
0: no the Washington Racial slurs
1: okay, why is that
0: important? <laughs> You're so excited because Washington Redskins have been shitty oh, all year okay but because their first, their quarterback got hurt and now Alex uh. Smith has been quarterbacking and the that the Steelers who have been killing it all season, Lost to the Washington racial slurs. Oh my God. The I Washington see. Football Club. The Washington. So that's a really big deal. It's not like they lost to Kansas City or to the Ravens or anything like that. They, oh, they lost to a good oh,
1: team. Oh, I see what you're saying. Now I get why. Sorry, one. I'm
0: talking to you like you should understand what Correct. I'm saying. You know the, who <laughs> you're
1: talking to, I know nothing. I know your audience, know your audience. And like, and yeah, especially when we haven't gone through this each week, I totally like, my brain just erases. You're it.
0: like, football what? How do you, Is that one word or two? <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, if you're not here, like pumping me full of information every week, I am like so out of it. But yes, now I understand what Fair you're enough. saying. I think if I can reinterpret is the Washington football team is so bad that it's, even worse, that the Steelers lost to them because the Steelers are pretty good. Yes, and it's very embarrassing good. for the Steelers. They were if the they lost. only
0: team that was right. undefeated going into Week 13, and they lost to Washington. <laughs>
1: got it.
0: Okay. So that was just kind of a big deal. Yeah, um, and get And Denver actually almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs that week. Ooh, they didn't, but it was close. That's good. It was really close. That's good. Anywho, so I got uh, 10 out of 15 games. I picked 10. Out of 15 for week 13. So
1: I guess we'll give you one of those, and one of those, and one of those, and a couple of those, and maybe one more of those, one more of those, <laughs> oh, maybe just you. for I'll fun. Oh, thank you, take that. <laughs> Since you took care of your mom so well, here, have one more.
0: <laughs> oh, fabulous. Thank you so much. So here is what I thought was so fucking interesting. Yeah. So week fourteen. His background last, is
1: hysterical, by the way. It's, it's killing fabulous. It is, it is
0: exact you know what? It would Peaches would just want to punch me. Oh I right was no. like, Of course, you're fucking talking sports over there in the corner on the dance floor. <laughs> no.
1: And Savannah's a pig and shit.
0: Yes. Yeah, so she's all like, Yeah, hottie.
1: <laughs> Alright, week um, fourteen.
0: So week fourteen, I was going down through my picks. My mom died on Monday. I almost got a hundred percent.
1: Damn! Shut I'd up. I picked
0: fourteen out of sixteen games. Whoa, that was like back at the beginning. I that was insane. I was going through it, and I got to the end. I was at the end of the first sheet when I missed. When I got my first miss, and I'm like, I started noticing. I'm like, oh my god, Mom was like. Girl You don't know shit About football really But <laughs> right. I'm gonna give you All the I was like Oh my god I fucking got them all I didn't get them all All But even the obscure ones That I was like Oh gosh This team might win Or this team might lose I fucking Picked all the teams so, All but two games So which ones missed, Did you not get I missed New Orleans Saints So the Eagles uh, They won lost to Philadelphia yeah. yeah And I missed And Cleveland a Baltimore beat Cleveland at the end, so I picked the Browns, and Baltimore pulled it out. Got so it. those wow, uh, those were my two. Fourteen out
1: of sixteen—that is pretty fucking amazing.
0: I mean, yeah, give me a lot of money. I should have Wait. ran to my sports
1: book. That deserves that deserves this. Oops, shit. Uh, lost it. Oh.
0: <laughs> this sounds like my father the whole week my mother was dying playing <laughs> playing all of his uh, betting games on his laptop. Right. <laughs> on his iPad. That was fabulous. So, okay. we're going into week 15.
1: Yeah, now this is the one that's coming up, right?
0: This week is coming up. Alright, hit me. Alright. Week Fifteen, Starting Thursday, December 17th, I'm taking the L.A. Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: You're taking the Chargers to beat the Raiders. Got it. Okay.
0: Okay, Sunday, December 20th. This is a hard one. You know how, like... The Buffalo Bills, for just weird reasons, I love them. Yeah. And they're playing the Denver Broncos. Oh, God. Oh, God. I I know. It's really hard for me. So, But I picked everybody first. I came back, and I'm like, i got to stay true to my team. And so I'm taking Denver over Buffalo. Hopefully, Buffalo's coming to the mile high, and they won't be able to breathe.
1: Yeah. I I think that's the right decision. I think you you had to do that.
0: (laughs) I have to. Oh, my God. The one time. I mean, it's one thing. To bet against them if there's money, but I can't not pick them. <laughs> That's like
1: when I—that is the equivalent of when we were in Vegas and you had the dice and I started betting on the come line and you fucking yeah, flipped your you, shit. You,
0: when you were betting the don't pass, I'm like, don't pass, you yeah. Bet, yeah, you're, and that was money involved. So whew, I that know, and Heidi got serious. the dice
1: and she fucking went ballistic. I think that was like our you, the first time you were fucking
0: pissed at me. I was livid it <laughs> livid. was not just pissed I was fucking out of control meanwhile my that, mind mad
1: and, and meanwhile that guy next to me was actually teaching me how to play
0: when I the, know when and the I've watched <laughs> everybody since that time yeah. I'm like oh maybe I should have pet the don't pass line
1: I know and still I want when the next time we're together at the casino which we need to talk about me at the at the Indian casino in Oklahoma when I went but like when we are there at the casino you and I need to make it a point next time to learn how to play that fucking don't pass bar
0: it's a gut feeling.
1: It is. Well, we knew. Remember when all those coolers came out? They, we were having so much fun at the Excalibur, and those coolers came out, and immediately everything stopped. We should have immediately started putting it on the don't pass.
0: But we are just, we are. What's the word I'm looking for? We are prone, or we are yeah. just, we're taught yeah. to bet the big money Correct. and bet for the win. Yeah. Not money on the loser.
1: All right, moving on. Anyhow, yeah. okay,
0: so next game Carolina Panthers, rowr, Carol Baskins, who I, I know you Cole know, basketball. she's like legendary in uh, um, oh, Cameo, uh, Cameo, oh my god, she's probably making
1: a fortune on that. She's like, I guess, like Cameo puts together like a legendary section of people who are like so popular, she's one of those people.
0: I know I heard that I was like what the fuck I'm like I gotta start doing cameos I gotta find a way to make an income it might be cameo (laughs) no
1: I'm telling you the way you're gonna make an income I've said this before and we haven't got to it on this show yet and I've got a whole bit planned to talk to you about it is OnlyFans
0: I am I've We'll get to we'll talk and about I'm that. And I'm telling you, it's not just it's about in my head. it's
1: not just about showing your pussy and getting fucked and everything. It is. But there's other shit you can do. And I mean, I got an example of a woman making a hundred grand a month, okay? And let me just give you tickle your ass with a feather. All she does is crawl around and act like a dog and her boyfriend just tells her what to do. I fucking am not lying to you.
0: Okay, so we have to talk about this because yeah. My husband's not going to be into some of it, but we can find something that he's into. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's right. what it's going to be. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Carolina and Green Bay. Wait, do you have anything you want to say real quick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was so like clearing my throat. <laughs> I've
0: taken Packers to beat Carolina. Um, Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. Indy Sorry. has been I'd doing really well. Wait,
1: I just missed the last one. What was the last one?
0: I'm taking Green Bay to beat Carolina.
1: i got to find it on my list. Uh, Green Bay to beat Carolina. Okay, got it. Got in it Indianapolis got it, got it.
0: Colts to beat the Houston Texans.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Los
0: Angeles Rams to beat the Bob-Bob Bowie New York Jets. Okay. Tennessee Titans are going to go in and beat Detroit. Detroit. Got it. Actually, Detroit's going to Tennessee. But anywho, I am taking Atlanta Falcons to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Yep. Shut up, Tom Brady. Got it. I'm Good. taking the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Taking the Miami Dolphins to beat the New England Patriots. Miami Dolphins. Uh, okay. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings to beat the Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears. Yep. That's a big rivalry. Rivalry. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to beat the Giants. Yep. Seattle's gonna beat the racial slurs.
1: Wait, Browns to beat the Giants. uh, Seattle Seattle to beat the Slurs. Seahawks to
0: beat the Washington. Yep. Um, Arizona Cardinals to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the New Orleans Saints. Yep. I can't even tell you that san francisco 49ers to beat the dallas cowboys uh-huh. and last but not least the because pittsburgh has lost two weeks in a row oh, they're gonna Steelers come for, will come back yeah. and beat the, and beat cincinnati Bengals.
1: they're gonna fucking come for blood
0: they are and um yes and i'm sure tomlinson is not happy their coach who i love
1: so what's going but. on with covid like in all the sports stuff is it going to delay the super bowl i mean you got to explain it to us stupid i people have no
0: idea so i'm gonna to have to dig into a little bit except here's my take on it football players are coming back pretty quick when they go down or like like they're actually when i think about how i felt yeah they're playing within like maybe seven to ten days some maybe more because you know what they got the president you have the money you get the fucking good drugs you get the Giuliani drugs. You oh. get the Chris Christie drugs. You get the president drugs. When you get oh, sick, oh, I see what you're saying. You get the good drugs, and so they're coming out of it pretty strong. I would say within a week or so. Uh, and okay. Who knows what the after effects are of everything? But so I would say the whole thing is is if a te- let's just say a team gets it and they're in the playoffs and then they win. Yeah. The deal is you have. It's two weeks before the Super Bowl, so they have two full weeks to heal. Oh, okay. They could all quarantine. For,
1: okay. Yeah, right, So there's not going to be so, like the the only thing I guess the, the 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 worst thing that could happen is they could like lose some practice time before the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I mean, right? plenty of teams have lost practice time. I'm telling you right now, because of all the TV rights and all the advertising and everything, they are not moving the oh, super no. bowl oh, god, it is no. on the 7th of february and that's it
1: right and heidi's going to be here with gretchen and we're going to have a betting we're going to bet oh my, oh my god i cannot and fucking wait
0: it's going to be gretchen's birthday she's so excited is she you, oh my god are you kidding me oh good i think she's still on the same track she's going to pick up rob in dc and they're going to drive to new york
1: oh good 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 yeah right
2: I, I, I'm a person that's going, there's the goal line. Get it across it. There it is. Greg, we gotta make a touchdown. If we don't make a touchdown, we're a losing team. So, this is how you do it. So, we huddle, this is what you're doing, 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 need a coach. Come on, Jesus, our coach, tell us what to do. We've got a team, we got to get it across, because we got to be the Super Bowl champs. You've got to know winning strategies according to the Word of God. Now, there's all <laughs> these people up in the stands, and they're doing a lot of talk. Yeah, we win, yeah, look what we did on the field. You weren't on the field. You weren't the lineman getting your behind kicks. You just (laughs) up there paying your tickets, you know? Or, ooh, boo, you're no good. There's always gonna be people in the stands. There's 50,000 roaring people, unless you're in COVID, in the stands, (laughs) all right? But if you're down on the field, that's a whole different level. I'm talking to people who are on the field. I'm talking about people who say, we're all the way in the kingdom of God. Ignore the noise. <laughs> Ignore the noise. There's always going to be a lot of chatter. You're the best thing. You're the greatest. Ah, you stink. You, you're terrible. It's a, the noise, right? And that's the whole thing. And even when you're on the field against the opposition, and you're down, I guess, Greg, right? And you're getting ready. What position did you play? What were you? <laughs> oh, good gosh. Defensive end. So you talked smack, right? <laughs> she said, "Just I a little. mean, all of a so sudden, defen- she's
0: like, <laughs> she's literally Jesus' cheerleader I'm- for the football game of Jesus. I- can you fucking
1: get over this?
0: It's <laughs> Fabulous. Where the hell is she gonna work? Well, I don't I mean, know. Sh- she's always gonna be preaching from the pulpit. But oh my wow. god!
1: But can you imagine when I fucking found her saying oh, all of you this? Die! I was literally jumping out of my skin.
0: I know you were. Oh my god! You were so excited.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, what I was doing when I was playing with some of her clips because I was like, and this is not me. Like I'm gonna try this. It, it's like everything she says kind of sounds like. A graduation speech? Like listen to this.
2: I, I I'm a person that's going, there's the goal line, get it across it. There it is, Greg. We got to make a touchdown. If we don't make a touchdown, we're a losing team. <laughs> so this is how you do it. So we huddle. This is what you're doing. 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 We need a coach? Come on, Jesus, our coach. Tell us did what you just do. Put We've the got a graduation team. We got to get a team. Yes, we got to get a super Yes, I did. Listen champ. to
1: this. It You've sounds just like it. It sounds like it. speech. It sounds like it. The
2: Word of God. Now there's all these people up in the stands, and they're doing a lot of talk. Yeah, we win. Yeah, look what we did on the field. You weren't on the field. You weren't the lineman getting your behind kicks. You just up there paying your tickets. You know, or, boo, boo, you're no good. There's always gonna be people in the stands. There's fifty thousand boring people I, unless you're in COVID. I think it's in the so stands, funny. Right? Isn't
0: it like that, If you you that You hear that I mean it's so typical of level. an evangelical. I'm talking to people. Who all are on like
2: the field. I'm talking
1: I know, and it sounds like they're like giving like graduation speech. I was like playing around and I was laughing. I'm like, Oh my god That's
0: hilarious.
2: Yeah
1: that's
0: great. great.
1: Um, one more thing on football. Did you get this in the mail how do you know this DraftKings thing? And I now have a DraftKings credit card that I think is useless because of what we were talking about, how it's not really
0: right. um, legal
1: in New York. But oh I literally God. got I this. I
0: wonder if I did and I threw it away because I was just not. Wow.
1: Right. I have no I'm, clue.
0: I mean, mine would literally have $19 on it. Right. I mean, I didn't
1: care. I was like, well, huh. Let me have talk to Huddy about this on the show because I don't know what the That's fuck this awesome. is. That's awesome. Anyway, well, there you go. Are we kind of caught up? Do we feel like we've got something done?
0: I think we got a lot done.
1: I think we got a lot done, too.
0: <laughs> I think we did well.
1: Yeah. Well, Actually. to get us in the Christmas spirit, like which is, I guess we're going to maybe uh, kind of talk about Christmas on the next show. Um, there's one little kind of like funny thing that I had here. That uh, because I'm lacking like an actual song to kind of play us out, that it's really moving me. I was like, oh, okay, maybe we can just like listen to this if you, if you would like to.
0: I, I mean, I'll always listen.
1: So, this is this guy, this TikToker. I was like wanting to like be like, yes, honey, oh, I found a TikToker. I really? <laughs> found a TikToker. You know how much I hate it, but this guy named Chris Stanley. He goes by Woke Twink on TikTok, and he does a version of Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart. But instead of my heart, he talks about giving you his bussy, <laughs> 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 which, if you know, it's not pussy, it's boy pussy. <laughs> so,
0: Oh, my God. I love it.
1: To get you in the mood for the next show. Let's have a little Last Christmas I Gave You My bussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'll talk to you later and see you on the next one, right? See you on the dance floor. Yeah, baby. Last Christmas I gave you my pussy But the very next day You said you
0: were straight This year To save me from tears I'll give it to someone again Last Christmas I gave you my pussy But the very next day You said you were straight This year To save me from tears I'll give it to someone again